You're listening to the Beyond Sundays podcast. Each week we talk to people just like you who share stories of God's faithfulness. Today we continue our conversation with Lex Smith. Y'all, Christmas is here and it's crazy, but life is still happening all around us and with plenty of distractions along the way. Yes, we all have our lists. How do we look up and become a noticer? As believers, we have the incredible privilege, really a great commission, to carry the hope of Jesus in us out into the dark world around us, not because of anything we've done, but because Jesus radically loved us first, came to earth and died on a cross for the sins of the world, for my sins and for yours. So out of that overflow of what we have been given, how do we radically love others in a practical way? Our world desperately needs to see more love lived out, and it really can be so simple. So I pray that this conversation sparks divine ideas and creative ways for you and I to bless our neighbors this Christmas. And in turn, get ready, because you will be blessed. The Bible says so. So let's get to it. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to part two of our Christmas podcast with Lex Smith. Welcome back. Yay, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that you are back. Uh, Last time we talked, we were chatting about Advent and about how just to prepare the way of the Lord for the season and just being mindful of what it is that the Lord has done for us and what He continues to do for us because of His extravagant love and His extravagance in general, just to come down to this earth to suffer. Um, mm-hmm. He is so kind. And and yes. we talked earlier about, man, to even know what we've been given because of him is, is outrageous. Like, can we even comprehend all that we've been given because yeah. of what Jesus has done? It's just unending. Yeah, it's unending. Incredible. It goes on and on yeah. and on and on. But part two for today, we're it's kind of a two-parter within the episode. We're going to do something different than we typically do within the podcast. Um, for the first part of the of the conversation, we're going to chat about generosity mm-hmm. and what it looks like to be generous with our neighbors, with our family, okay. just with people in general. But then we're going to go into some fun things, just talking about traditions and in the holidays and some recipes. Yes. If y'all know Lex Smith, she's an incredible cook. I learned it from Sarah. Uh, no, she did not. <laughs> <laughs> but I have adopted many Lex recipes in my recipe box that That's I've so gotten fun. from you. And so you are in, an incredible cook, and I can't wait to go there too. Um, but before we begin, uh, we let's see, this is our second time trying to record this podcast because Sarah <laughs> messed up big time. No. Big time. I'll just go ahead it's and not it. It's not a mistake. There's better things in this version. I hope so. I we we did about 10 minutes without my microphone recording. I just had hers recording. But for the record, both microphones right now are currently oh. recording. <laughs> it's like we're human. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So today we're going to chat about how to celebrate this season and in thinking about others and um, giving yeah. back, loving sacrificially. You know, in this sermon series that David's in, he's talking about the radical love of Jesus and his radical obedience that that he said yes to. It was the joy set before him that he came down here to suffer, mm-hmm. to die on the cross for our sins. It was the joy set before him, which who was the joy? It's us. Like he knew yeah. what his reward was, and it was it's- reuniting his the kids his kids back to the father. Mm-hmm. That was the whole point. It's the most radical. Yeah, it's the most radical. It and doesn't so it makes sense. It doesn't. And in that, what response do we have? Yeah. It's, it just, well, and knowing him, that pours out of us. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's like a byproduct of his generosity and like realizing that it is unending and no matter what station of life we're in, uh, generosity can just overflow out of us because we always have enough Mm -hmm. in him. Um, If he's calling you to be obedient or over like over the top generous um, and that's not Every time I say that, I, I hope that people know that I'm not indicating finances. <laughs> it's like whatever. Yeah, you, there are other yeah, resources. Absolutely. Yeah, the Lord um, asks us to give. Yeah, and you just have mm-hmm. this gifting that he has given just to you. And it's so odd that somebody, he'll just knit somebody into your life that you can just be generous with. And um, and that's something that I've learned from him is that um, some of my abilities and giftings are just... Um, I think that they're unique to what the people in my life that need blessings need. And yeah. it's like, oh, well, I just happened to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, I, wanted, I want you to go into the story right now because you shared a story earlier about a way in which um, you were able to use something that you can do yeah. to bless someone in your life right. as a gift. And so right. I'd love for you to tell that because okay. sometimes there are seasons in life where money is tight. Absolutely. And we need to be a little bit more creative with it. And even if money isn't tight, right. we can be more creative with how we Ooh, think about others and notice each other. It is. It's so that. I'd love for you to share that story real quick. Um, okay. So we were in a season of uh, living very, very small. <laughs> we had just lost half of our income. Um, I stopped teaching because the Lord had asked that of us. And it didn't make sense financially, but he is so good. Um, and so one Mother's Day, I felt like I couldn't we couldn't do it. I mean, it's like a Mother's Day thing. Like, check it off the list. You like, get him a gift and, you know, say thank you or whatever. But that season, we just couldn't afford that. And it wasn't, and we weren't in a place to be able to do that. And so um, all I could do, and I felt terrible about it. Like, oh, man, I can't do anything special for her. But I could clean out her fridge. And so I went and I cleaned out my mother-in-law's fridge and, like, she went on and on and on. I don't know if there's ever been a gift we've given her that <laughs> nothing's dropped right, the fridge right. clean out. <laughs> Seriously. Um, or, you know, like one year we made um, a book of all the silly games that my father-in-law has invented with his boys. Aww. And that's meant the most to him. And it's like, there were years we got them legit awesome presents. I think, you know, but that, the year we cleaned out her fridge, she literally turned around and went and cleaned out her mom's fridge and it so much to her. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, that's meant for you to have a break today. And she's like, no, I just love it so much. But um, it it has become like a challenge in our family. Like it's almost a disadvantage if you're in a place where you can just give things um, because it really inhibits your ability to to serve um, it, it starts to become like a checklist. And so um, I I love the years that as a family we've decided, you know what, this year we're not going to buy gifts. We're going to do homemade gifts. And um, those years you just feel so known and seen when you receive something that somebody put their heart into for you. That mm-hmm. is the gift. Is like, wow, you know me. And so um, some of the things that we've done as a family like, going to the dollar store. <laughs> uh, is that okay if we go into that? Oh, let's okay. go. I was hoping uh, you'd go here. <laughs> um, we, you know, whatever the holiday, Father's Day, birthdays or whatever, there's not really a time as a kid or even as an adult, you just walk into a store and have free reign. And that's what we love about Dollar Tree. <laughs> and so I think it, it's not a dollar anymore. I think it's like a dollar 25 now. So oh, just yeah. be prepared. But, okay, gotcha. Um, but we would let our kids go in and be like, okay, it's mom's birthday. 
you know, Austin Austin started it. He's like brilliant and he's like, It's mom's birthday, go to town. You can you each get three dollars. <laughs> and they walk through that store and literally have access to every part of the store, like tools or, you know, there's makeup. <laughs> Chuck <laughs> would probably give me terrible acne. But they just like they they see, they look around, and they see parts of who they see you as in that store, and they pick it out, and, like, it's the sweetest thing. And so then, because they have free access to everything in there, then it's like, I noticed that there was a meat stick, and Uncle Caleb loves meat. <laughs> he loves steak. He loves chicken. He loves hamburgers. Can I please get Uncle Caleb this meat stick? And it's like, well... He's noticing. He's a noticer right. now. He sees something that he loves about someone he loves and wants to share that with them. And, like, absolutely, you can get that $1 little, you know, meat, meat stick, stick. <laughs> and wrap it up. And, and, <laughs> and, I mean, there's just something so beautiful about um, getting a gift from a child that had intentionality behind it. But that's just the truth about everybody. Right. It's, it doesn't stop it getting it from a child. And so um, that's just something that a little challenge we've given ourselves is instead of, you know, giving them unlimited access to whatever, you know, fancy technology or right. anything, just just being a noticer of people mm-hmm. and in small ways being generous uh, has grown this like crazy thing in our kids where it's like the sky's the limit. I don't have to buy something to be generous. I can literally do something for somebody and it be huge. And it's, yeah. and then it's like growing in us too now. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about the Advent Project, you know, the last podcast and it, it started just doing something for our family and then it just has exploded into like well that's what happens in the kingdom yeah it does Mm -hmm. and it's this ministry that we didn't even know existed Mm -hmm. until the lord just put it and so now our kids through the year are like oh i cannot wait because they get to pick a family to give a set of ornaments to um and they're like oh i already know i already know who it's gonna be and sometimes it's a kid and that they know that's hurting and sometimes it's a kid that they know that loves the Lord and it would just be an even greater delight for them. Um, and sometimes it's a stranger, you know, like we met them once and it's just on their heart. And so, yeah, it's just like this culture of generosity now that the Lord has put, um, in our hearts that no matter the station we are in life or where we are financially, just using our abilities and the overflow of his love to bless others has been huge. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been a lot of fun and and kind of opened our eyes to how we see Christmas differently, even yeah. that we just kind of do it different now that it's not about a pile of gifts, just rather um, a pile of love. Mm-hmm. through intentional noticing and knowing mm-hmm. somebody well. So and that is like, I mean, Christmas time is, and, and even beyond Christmas, but we can always practice noticing others. Yes, absolutely. And asking the Holy Spirit to sharpen that skill and that ability within us mm-hmm. is to, that's that's like a common desire and common need of every man and woman on this earth. We want to be known, we mm-hmm. want to be seen, and to be noticed in this culture when, let's be real, majority of people stare at their phones, mm-hmm. even in the line at Starbucks, mm-hmm. right? And right. But the question is, how can we bless our neighbors? How can we look up and see the people around us and ask the Holy Spirit, okay, Lord, who are you highlighting right now? Yeah, Like, is it my neighbor across the street 
that is literally my neighbor? Yeah. Or is it someone that I don't know that, right. you know, it, that I just come in contact with? We mentioned, I think we mentioned earlier, maybe it was in the podcast that we just deleted, <laughs> but <laughs> I think I mentioned earlier, like, who is our neighbor? Our neighbor is literally anybody we come in contact mm-hmm. with, truly. Yeah. And in a world where I mean, let's. Our, our world is hopeless. It's mm-hmm. it's crying for the hope of Jesus and longing. The world mm-hmm. is aching for the hope of Jesus, for His coming, for Him yes. to come again. He's come once. He's coming again, and we carry the hope of Jesus in us. Mm-hmm. That is what we carry. And so, what an incredible opportunity to carry this gift, yeah, and to look up and yeah. to notice and to see who can I bless and how and how. Yeah. How can I give this hope to someone else? Just mm-hmm. a glimmer. Just I'm thinking about a story I know I told earlier in the podcast nope, that we it. deleted. It's the sweetest <laughs> But <laughs> it, it's a story that I think I've told on the podcast before, but it was a while ago. And it's just this story of our neighbor. She is just the sweetest lady. I want to be her when I grow up, for mm-hmm. sure. But we were in a season, this is in our previous neighborhood that we lived in before we moved, and we were in a season where we were just really, really busy. And I had... Um, just was just going, 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 going. My husband's out of town, I think, for that week. And I think our dumpster was at the end of our driveway for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and she noticed. Aww. My neighbor noticed. And y'all, she took five seconds to take my dumpster and roll mm-hmm. it up to the top of the driveway next to my drive, you know, next to my garage door, which is where it's supposed right. to be. And it took me two more days to notice that she did that. And oh my gosh, when I noticed, I wanted to cry. I immediately texted her, told her thank you. I was like, this meant so much to me. And still to this day. And still to this day, I'm talking about it because it made such an impact. An act of service. Yes. It made such an impact on me because she saw... She noticed uh-huh. where we were, what, yeah. what was going on, that she hadn't seen <laughs> either one of us for very long <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the front or anything or, you know, coming in and out of our cars and just a busy, busy season. And what she, what did she do? She sacrificed five seconds of her time to bless yeah. me in that way. And I'm just still talking about it. <laughs> absolutely. But that is the kingdom. That's yeah. like just the little moments of being serving and yeah. being Seeing blessed. Others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. is like huge, never ending. Yeah. Like, Eternal. Yeah. I think one thing that I love to do, I'm ADHD real, real bad. Real bad. <laughs> Which you probably can tell by the conversations in this podcast. Um, but I, something that helps me, um, and I don't know if it's like a coping me- mechanism or just the Lord just put on my heart, is I keep notes in my phone. So like on your contacts on an, on an iPhone, I don't know about other phones, but on an iPhone, there's a notes section. And so if I'm ever with somebody and they order a drink, like a sonic drink or a coffee, I make a little note in my phone of what they like. Or if I see them munching on something salty or something sweet, I just kind of put a little note in my phone. So if you ever get a contact shared from me and it has like creepy notes in it, that's what that is. <laughs> But then in It'll a be warned. T- right. Yeah, sorry. I'm always watching. No. Um, but then in a time of need, I have what I need to just tiny bless somebody. Like yeah. um if if something happens, uh I can take their favorite drink over there and it's and I don't have to text them. They don't that way they don't have to just say, No, don't do that. You know, a lot of people it is hard for me to receive too. I'm working on this. It's a it's a hard thing to receive. Um love like blessings and compliments and acts of service like I I really struggle with that um I love doing it though isn't that weird um but 
But I feel like that's kind of our culture is we don't want to put anybody out. We just want everybody to, you know, like when somebody's suffering, it's like, gosh, do I go over there? Do I help? Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. What do I do? But just making notes of little things that they love that way. If you can't necessarily spend the whole day over there sitting with them in, in, in struggles that, that you can speak love yeah. in tiny ways. Yeah, for sure. We That reminds me of something that I didn't mention earlier when we were chatting, but it, I'm reminded of it right now, is that um, we had lost a grandparent um, mm-hmm. one year, and it was in the spring. Mm-hmm. And then that Christmas time, everyone in my family received a card oh. from this woman who was praying for our family because they knew there would be a hole at Christmas yes, from our family huge. member. And yeah. it took her not a lot of time and the price of a card and a stamp. But she truly but remembered. But she and remembered thought about and yeah. thought about our family and sent oh, that gosh. card to us before Christmas. And it blessed every single family member mm-hmm. in my family mm-hmm. to no ends because we... It spoke It love. spoke volumes. Mm-hmm. It was radical love in a practical way. And, yeah. And it, it still to this day means I have the card. Absolutely. You know? I bet I know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> you might. Because I think she wrote me a card too. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, wow. Small things like it's that. So, so huge. So let's talk about some ways that yeah. that you guys have experienced in your life group and your family, um, stories you might have heard. Let's just tell some stories about what radical ways, practical ways that we mm-hmm. can love, serve, and bless our neighbors yeah. to literally spark hope in a hopeless world, to bring light into darkness in this Christmas season. That can, that can, doesn't have to end once Christmas is over. You know, right. it can continue on into 2023. Could we be a people that continues to love and mm-hmm. bless our neighbors? Mm-hmm. So okay, let's well, chat I'll about tell some you of those a stories. funny story about okay. y'all. Oh, oh, I don't know if you remember this. Oh, remember <laughs> we we were neighbors too. Oh, like, oh, we, yeah, yes. Okay. okay, so ADHD, right? Let's go there first. Real messy person. I am very, very messy. <laughs> very like, oh gosh, it's so bad, and I hate laundry. <laughs> Me too, girl. <laughs> Well, let me just tell you how Deborah and Sarah served us. Uh, I think I came home one day to all of our clothes gone because they had all been in a pile for a long time. And my clothes were missing. I'm like, Austin, where's our clothes? <laughs> and I come to find out, you guys robbed us. We did. Of all of our clothes. <laughs> and there were like 55-gallon trash bags in your house of our clothes so y'all could help us get our laundry done oh my gosh I think about that now oh it makes me want to be like Steve Jobs and just have a black shirt and some pants (laughs) Uh, but it was huge like oh man it was like in college trying to make it you know my husband was working full-time and doing school and um and of course I was working and so just the most precious way you guys loved us. You, like, robbed us of our clothing and did our laundry. <laughs> and it was the biggest – I mean, gosh, what was that? I mean, we've been married 15 years, so that was 15 mm-hmm. years ago at yeah. least. Um, and it was huge. It's so silly. And I will never forget. Also, <laughs> dying that I'm like, they saw how much laundry we have. <laughs> we have the same amount. It's okay. <laughs> it was hilarious. But I'm like, where's the piles? Oh no! 
It was our joy. And, and I'm pretty sure that's the second time Jeffrey helped Austin clean up after me because the first time was when we got engaged. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeff, they scheduled me for like a four-hour shift at United. Jeffrey was like my boss. And I was like, this is silly. Why am I working four hours? But it was so they could clean my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and they had cleaned it. And I walked in and I... And she got engaged. I did. I did. It was the best. It was the, yeah, it was a, that was a fun day. But also, that was also the first time Jeffrey experienced how messy I am. I believe you described yourself earlier as a hot mess. I did. I am. Man, it's like the creativity. Okay, I will say this. Yeah. If it's visible, I know it exists. There you go. But if it's not, and I know where everything is in the chaos, but if it's put away, it just ceases to exist, <laughs> and I can't find it. Like, where is so that? Oh, I, no. If you have a child with ADHD, like, okay. maybe that's a helpful description. Like, it's real. But you know what? My uh, A person told me one time, you can handle more things processing in your brain than most people, and that is a gift. Now, it manifests in ways that maybe look messy to other people, <laughs> but you've got a lot going on and that's a gift that you can do that. And so I love that. Um, I love that. He's a, he's a doctor and he told me that and I was just like, oh man, thank you so much. I thought I was broken. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, but that y'all did that, served us in that way. So simple. Like mm-hmm. it's something, it's, that's a chore people do every single day. But here 15 years later, like remembering and reflecting back Gosh, that we literally were your neighbor. We're also friends, but that y'all did that and stepped in in a time of need. And so, I mean, Christmas is crazy, and still life is happening where people are struggling with grief, um, anxiety, and and just all of these things. Like such a small thing to um, to drop off a dinner at somebody's house or to to say, hey. Don't worry about dinner tonight. We know you love Chick-fil-A. We got you a gift card um, or, you know, anything tiny. Let, we're coming to get your laundry, whatever you say. We're either going to come in and get it or we're going to rob you. <laughs> um, I think we might have gone through a window. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. Those houses were sketch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was so huge. Um, I loved it. I loved it. And it was it spoke volumes, and it was exactly what we needed to get through that season. Yeah. So, um, oh, cleaning out a car. Oh, man, if you know any moms, let me just tell you right now, maybe not. I know my sister-in-law is phenomenal at keeping her car clean, but – Gosh, cleaning out somebody's car may be the biggest act of love <laughs> because, you know, it just gets away from you. It does. And if you have kids, mm-hmm. there's Sticky. definitely French fries in your back yeah. seat. Like definitely. Or lip gloss or yeah. a sucker stuck oh, back there somewhere. Yeah. 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 For sure. I think there should be a show about all the weird things you find in car seats because yowzer. <laughs> but that's a huge way to serve somebody. Yeah. And, and really – if that's something you're able to do, like that is a huge blessing. Yeah. Big. Yeah. There's so many practical ways that we can love and bless our neighbors. Mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily the people that live right next door. We mentioned that. But, mm-hmm. you know, you could make cookies and deliver them to somebody that you know, like mm-hmm. your coworker or something that's having a hard day. Or we mentioned this earlier, but paying for the car behind you in the Starbucks line. Like yeah. that, I've been on the receiving end of that and didn't know the car in front of me. And I'm like, who was that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and oh my goodness, thank you. Absolutely. Like, that, And then I want to pay it forward, right? right? Because I've been blessed and I just want to bless others out of the obedience or of this other person and the abundance from this other person. I'm like, wow, it is, it just spurs hope it's it, just a little highlight yeah. you're like oh lord you're so good to me that in the smallest ways you see me and you you 
use your children to to love on me yeah. in every moment. Yeah, I'd love for you to share the story about um, your life group. or oh, And yeah. you mentioned this in the context yeah. of this could be, you know, thinking through Christmas and how to be generous. You can grab a, gu- a group of friends together to mm-hmm. do this or coworkers or... It was actually our school. Yeah, or uh, a life group or whoever. Yes. But why don't you tell that story about okay. what y'all do? Well, you know, you have like these Christmas parties and it's a sock exchange or a mug exchange or, you know, all of these like little things and they're just little things that just end up adding to your <laughs> to the laundry pile your neighbors are going to steal no <laughs> um but but then instead we as a school decided like what can we do to go out instead of adding more to the to this our community and in our little circle how can we how can we Bless our neighbors. Yeah, bless Mm -hmm. our neighbors and Mm -hmm. use what we would have been using on a little simple, you know, office party or group party or whatever. um, Have it be something huge to someone else that we don't know. And so, yeah, bring your resources together. Absolutely. The collective group can Mm -hmm. do so much more together than one individual could do on their own. And, um, and so, um, as a school, we had we reached out to some local churches and um, and and ended up getting in contact with Love and Care Ministries, and they kind of keep a list of families that need help for the holidays. Like they just kind of have that in their um, in in their hearts to know that people want to bless people, and they just kind of make notes of families that they can bless. And so we told them about how many of us there were as a school that we wanted to do that. And they gave us a pretty large family. Um, and really and truthfully, they only assigned the kids, but because of the loving heart of our, our little community, they ended up blessing that mom, like buying Mm -hmm. the mom tons of stuff too. And it's like, People get excited at the opportunity to overwhelmingly love a stranger. Mm-hmm. And and that's what ended up happening was it started out like we're going to, you know, instead of using the money to buy a mug or silly socks, um, we're going to do that and get a gift for a child. And, and it ended up being like, okay, we couldn't stop ourselves. We yeah. saw that they loved <laughs> this. And so we found this. And I know we were supposed to just get them a pair of shoes, but we couldn't help it. We got them a whole outfit. And and it was the most beautiful thing. And it was completely anonymous. Um, they just got ex- We just got excited to be able to, in turn, take what was a little something we could do and just got excited to really make it a huge thing. So um, that was... I highly recommend doing that. You know, you're you know, in the, the Christmas season, there's going to be all these little weird parties where you have to do a white elephant or um, gift or uh, bring a, a t-shirt exchange. I mean, I've I've seen all kinds of weird ones and done all kinds of weird ones. Right. But just as a collective group of believers, going okay. We can all agree. We all have a lot of mugs, or we all have a lot of socks, or you know, <laughs> we're not going to wear these socks. Um, and and say. Let's take that and kind of flip it and mm-hmm. say, how can we send it out instead of keeping it in? Mm-hmm. And it was the coolest. It will always be one of my favorite things that we've done is just taking what was already assigned to something and flipping it for the kingdom to show love and to pour out like radical generosity. Mm-hmm. Um, because people get excited. I mean, that's why all of those videos like make you cry is because – Seeing a radical generosity and 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 love, and when somebody's like wasn't expecting anything, yeah, and then not only got something but got more 
than mm-hmm. ever it, and imagine imaginable. Like that is the kingdom. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, it's it's my favorite. Like I love it so much more than getting it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's just do that. Let's give away everything we own because I love it. <laughs> and it's just because I get we get excited to see what the Lord does with those little things. Yeah, because he's so faithful. Oh, my goodness. He does so much with just our simple obedience. That's all he asks of us, and he's the one who brings the fruit. He's the one who... Oh man, it goes above and beyond. It's right. it's like what Pastor David said in a in our Restful Life series when he was like, uh, God's power plus you equals far more oh, than all we could ask, think, or imagine. Absolutely. So, like you can't even dream up uh-uh. that stuff. We have no idea. And that's why that's why his glory just shines all the more in yeah. those moments. It's like, gosh, that was hardly anything. But because he knows that person so well, it was everything. Right. <laughs> like he is, only he could do that. And yeah. so, oh man, Christmas is like primo time it to is. let the Lord shine and do yeah. huge things. Yeah. Through of generosity course. and loving on people, even yeah. strangers. Yeah. So that's a really good question to ask of yourself today. Like mm-hmm. to be asking yourself, okay, Lord, what does love look like in this season for me, for my family, for my life group, mm-hmm. for my kids? How can we um, turn around and bless those that we come in contact with? Right. And Lord, teach me to be more obedient and to be listening to your words of, hey, your little gentle. I, I feel like they're gentle taps. Like yeah. if, I, if I'm too busy, I may not get the tap. I may not hear it, right? right? I may not feel it or sense it. But I am praying that this season, for me at least, I'll slow mm-hmm. down enough to be aware and to look up to see the people around me and go, okay, Lord, what do you have? What do you have? Yeah, It's like, like a treasure hunt. Absolutely. Like, what do you have for today, Lord? Yeah. I'm so excited to join you in what you're doing. What is it that you're wanting me to see today? Right. And what are just habits of tradition mm-hmm. that I'm just kind of used to that we could kind of flip and go, how could we, how could we lay that down and see something greater come from change? <laughs> like, you know, do we really need a ton of presents or the biggest thing or, you know, do we really need to do that? Or what can we do this year that's different? Can we challenge each other to go, no, even within our home, yeah. how can we challenge to our family and each other or our roommates or whoever to go, let's do a challenge where instead of participating in buying gifts and fretting over that, let's let's make something or let's do an act of service together that yeah. would speak love and and see the gift that comes from that instead of this like physical thing we're unwrapping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I absolutely love it. Well, we're going to share a lot of ideas on how you can bless. We do a lot of, we love our city around here in the Ooh, big yeah. country and we love partnering uh, with so many different people just to turn around and bless our neighbors. But if you don't live anywhere near the Abilene area or the big country, we're going to have a whole list of ways that that are very practical, of ways that you can be intentional to love your city, to love the people that you come in contact with, to love and bless your neighbors. And Mm -hmm. so if you will head on over to the show notes for that list, we're going to have some generic options, some that include just a prayer walk. I mean, prayer is a big deal. We need to be praying for our neighbors. We need to be praying for, you know, uh, the Lord to bless our neighbors by name, if you know them by name. Ask for salvation for those that live in your neighborhood or that go to your school. Mm-hmm. Whether you're in college and you're on break, be praying for your university. Yeah. You know, 
pray for protection from sickness and fear and anxiety and worry and harm and all the things that we are constantly worried about as a society. Mm-hmm. Like there are ways we can be praying. Even even that 100%. is a way that we can bless our neighbors in this season. Oh, yeah. But we're going to have a whole list of other ways that are real practical. Also some, some very intentional ways that we can be loving our city um, this season in 2023. That list, or 2022, whoa, I'm already in 2023 in my brain. But it is <laughs> yeah. a list for 2022 Close. of how we can love our city. Just some real practical things like a shoe drive that we always do every year um, and some other ways. So we're going to have all of that in the show notes for you. Um, So make sure that you take a look at those show notes. But before you sign off, we're going to do like a rapid rapid fire end to the podcast with some, yes, the Christmas favorites. Okay. Okay. So really it's just, I'm going to let you answer. So I'm going to ask some questions and you're going to answer. Okay. Got it. Because Christmas is fun and we talked about God being fun. And uh, Christmas is fun, and I think this is fun, too. So I want you to tell us a favorite Christmas memory. Uh, when I was little, my grandparents used to do Christmas, and we there were like 13 of us, 9 of us. I don't even know. There was a bunch of us. They got <laughs> us all yoga ball, like those big giant. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the, the big, big ball that you do exercises yes, on? Yeah. If I was an exercise person, ball. I would. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, clearly I'm fit. Um, <laughs> but they got all of us those and stilts. And there were like nine kids with those. And we would like pile them in and cannonball into them. That is so dangerous. It was my favorite. <laughs> so much fun. Like totally reckless. But we had a blast because it was just a ball. Yeah. But gosh, in the hands of a you know a bunch of kids. This is a, it's a game. We made a trampoline. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. so is Okay, so my next question was favorite Christmas gift you've ever received. Oh. Was that it or something well, different? Well, one year, I think it was the, the presentation of the gift, but Austin, um, it was a very big purchase for him. He he planned for a long time and su- completely surprised me. It was concert tickets, I'll just say that. And, um, and he wrapped it in every holiday's wrapping paper he was like so this is your christmas gift and your valentine's and our anniversary and your birthday <laughs> but it was so many boxes i was well. opening it was i was opening so many boxes and really and truthfully it was just a piece of paper with some rocks in there but cuz it was a ticket but my kids laughed so hard every Aww. time i opened one more layer of box it was the experience of it opening the really, gift really truly was yeah. the gift was incredible it yes. was so sweet um but but that was my favorite that was one of my favorite gifts. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, favorite Christmas tradition. There's lots of traditions oh, out there, but what's your favorite? I take my kids to Hobby Lobby and let them pick out an ornament every year. Oh. And it is so random. One year, Dalton was, like, about to get a hamburger, and I'm like, yes, pick the hamburger. <laughs> That's hilarious. It is. One year, I think Tristan picked an RV with a Christmas tree on top. Like, no telling why, but there's every ornament you can imagine. To him, yeah, it does. And so, it's my favorite. So uh, now we have like pile. Each one of them have a little pile of their ornaments that they've picked through the years, and you just see their little personalities grow. It's my fave. That's cute. I highly recommend it. Okay, favorite Christmas song. It could be one that we sing at church, or one that we don't. It doesn't matter. Okay, I did too. Okay. Well, my absolute favorite Christmas song is Joseph's Lullaby. Okay. I can't. Writing that down. I will cry because I think Joseph is like the most underrated, like servant-hearted, Christ-follower, obedient son. And just hearing those words, just be prepared. It's so good. All right. And then favorite church Christmas song is Oh Holy Night. When it says the weary world rejoices, like I feel that to my bones. I do too. It almost takes me down to my knees. I mean, much. really yeah. and truthfully, mm-hmm. it does say fall on your knees, but I'm already there because yes. when it says the weary world rejoices, I'm mm-hmm. like wrecked by that yeah. because it's it's true. It's, it's I'm so aching true. for it right What now. is your favorite rendition of that? 
Uh, Do you I, have one? Well, I like um, Carrie Underwood's hers, okay. but then also, um, what is her name? She's super boho. Oh, Lauren Daigle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like hers. Why well, is there? I, I listen to all of them. All of them wreck me. What's yours? I don't really have a particular favorite oh, okay. one, but I'm just saying, like, when we sing that song yeah, on Sunday, same. I am on me too. the floor. I just in a heap of mess. Yes, waterproof mm-hmm. mascara. Yep, or don't sure. even care because it's like, yep, this is we need to be wrecked like we that do. every day, mm-hmm. and that one gets me every time. Yep. You're right. Mm. Amen. All right, favorite Christmas movie. Well, because I home alone all year long, I do not limit that to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I say Elf. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't even know Christmas movies were a thing until Elf. Yeah, I we didn't, didn't have honestly, a tradition. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I mean, I loved the old school Rudolph growing up. Yeah. The old like the claymation yeah. kind of one, you know. Yeah. I, I remember guess the those. Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Was one. But I didn't know like there were like. Like Die Hard Christmas. Right. Well, oh, Die Hard. I didn't say that, but apparently that's like a Christmas movie, supposedly. I have I no idea. I heard that. Yeah. But they were like Why Die is Hard Die Christmas. Die Hard a Christmas movie? I've never seen it. Oh, I haven't either. But when I said Die Hard, I meant just like sure. Die Hard Christmas movie people loyalists. Yes. Um, but I love Elf because I, I home alone all year long. Like that's a classic movie. That I love. <laughs> well, and it makes you laugh. It is. That's it's why so I love funny. it. It is. Better than yellow. What's your favorite color? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yellow ones don't stop. That's my favorite. <laughs> Francisco. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, never. There's so many quotes. Yeah. And he's an over-the-top guy. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like I'm a little over-the-top. Yeah. I was like, take it down a notch. But that's who I am. <laughs> you just so need a good laugh. Watch Elf. Yes. Can you believe that movie? Isn't it like 20 years old? Is it that old? No. I'm about to look it up. You okay. keep talking. I'm going to look it up. I'm really I, good at keep talking. I really think it's... <laughs> People don't usually tell me that. there. But I know it's old. And I know he said... I knew that there were like talks about doing a second one, but he just wasn't going to do it or something. But I have to tell you, the gum where he eats gum off of the thing. Yes. Dalton <laughs> ate gum off of the bottom of a DMV chair one time. Uh-oh. I was like, where did you get that gum? He goes, is under the chair. And I was like, <laughs> oh my oh gosh. No. Buddy the elf, it's happening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, it came out November 7th, 2003. Are you kidding? No, I had no idea. Okay, That's so. Amazing. It's a long time ago. Yeah, it is a long time ago. It's great. Still great. Love it. Yeah. Could quote it all day long. Exactly. Probably do. And people are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so favorite Christmas day recipe. Now, it could be breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Okay. I, I know everybody celebrates Christmas at yeah. different times. So I have two that I like to eat and two that I like to make. The two that I like to eat is I have a cousin who makes white chocolate dipped cranberries. You, like, literally just dip cranberries in white chocolate. Wow. And it is amazing. And then my mama makes pink thumbprint cookies from scratch and they're like the real good kind where the butter sits on top of the pink stuff because it's like so good yeah so good people fight over those for the white elephant gift there's always a white elephant gift with them stuffed inside and like it's the it's the throw down like get that (laughs) present (laughs) whatever you Um, need to do get those cookies we play dirty for that those cookies um austin are like teaming up um but then the two that i make i make like a a star Nutella puff pastry. And like, I, I that can share fancy. that recipe. It's so easy. You just like roll out puff pastry, put Nutella on it, and cut it a certain way. And it is beautiful and delicious. Can I ask you to provide all these recipes for the to. show notes? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. great. Uh, well, absolutely. <laughs> and then my Peppa's eggnog is classic, tastes like Christmas. Um, it's basically melted ice cream, but it's so good. When food tastes like the holiday, Yes. Like said Christmas or that, like, Thanksgiving. Nostalgia. It's like, whoa. 
Yeah, it takes you back. It's like Christmas in your mouth. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, and every year there's family members who are like, I need that recipe again. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> so I like have this. Uh, it's, mine has, you know, a recipe's good when it has like chunks of food still on it or like dried bits of yes. oil. Yes. Yeah. So that recipe is covered in basically egg whites and oh my goodness and ice cream but delicious. it's the best recipe um but yeah those are those are like my christmas recipes i love them oh my goodness i'll yeah hopefully i'll i'm not going to share the exact copy because it's pretty gross but i'll write okay. it up <laughs> <laughs> thank you well lex Yay. oh my goodness this, so this episode was so much fun i, I hope it. y'all had fun see the second time it was better it I hope so. Thank you for giving me grace <laughs> no, today. It was so good. I <laughs> and love my it. mistake in hotness. <laughs> we just got to talk longer. It was yeah. great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here today. And yeah, Merry Christmas. You. Yay, y'all. Y'all, Merry Christmas. It's so fun. Uh, wasn't that so much fun? I hope you guys laughed with us or maybe you laughed at us. Who knows? <laughs> Sometimes we just need a little laughter in our day. Uh, but Lord, may your glory shine through us this Christmas. So I'm just going to wrap up the episode with this question. What is God asking you to do this Christmas season to live love out, to radically love others in practical ways? It doesn't have to be a grand gesture. So maybe start thinking of some small things you could do. Do you know a mom who would cry tears of joy if you cleaned out her minivan? Could you bless your coworkers with a Sonic run because you know their favorite drinks and that Sonic ice is oh so magical? Or what Christmas traditions could you flip inside out for the sake of the kingdom? And don't you know I love a list? So if you're short of ideas, head on over to our show notes for a list of practical ways to love radically this Christmas. We have ideas for those who live locally and those who do not. Also, Lex is so kind and has included her favorite holiday recipes for us. Even that puff pastry, y'all, that looks and sounds amazing. So definitely check those out in our show notes. Thanks so much for listening to the Beyond Sundays podcast. We hope you'll have a wonderful day. Be blessed. And remember, God is moving all the time and he wants to move through your life too, beyond Sundays.